Podcast. As always, I'm your main host, Shannon. Joining this week is my co-host, my mutts, my mutts. You know what to do. Hello, neighbors. Wow, you kept that really simple this week. I wasn't expecting that. Yes. That's fine. I got something crazy coming up when we do our when we get hit scores and slogans. Oh my! Uh, so this week, <laughs> <laughs> this week we are going to be reviewing the Ancient Magus Bride. This is an OG one that's been on my list for a long time, and seeing how it is that the holiday of love, we would introduce a romantic anime in case somebody had missed it, and this is the one that we chose. But before we dive into the show, we have the question of the week, which isn't a question. It's kind of a question, kind of a response. Um, I want to start out by saying this, the inspiration for this came from TikTok, uh, a, talk, a TikToker by the name of at Runner. That's at S-A-I-G-A-R-U-N-N-E-R. Saiga Runner. So his post was it's it's a it's a continuing thread but we jumped in on part two and it's shangri-la frontier this is a show that we did uh that we did not review yet um it is a show where you go into a computer game and can exit said game so it's like um what are online log horizon no 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 not sort of online that one's different um log horizon uh what's the one i maxed out my defense because i don't want to get hurt yeah, Bofuri. Bofuri, thank you. Like Bofuri, where your characters are essentially just playing a game and you're watching them play the game in the game space. Yeah. And the question was, should that show, Shangri-La Frontier, be considered an isekai? That one wasn't so much what have caught my attention, because my, my, my opinion is instantly, no, not an isekai. <laughs> now, what I went into was when he continued this, he started bringing up other shows. Now, I'm going to go through the list he has here and just kind of say what they are because they're, it's important. So what makes an isekai an isekai? Is it, some, is it a show where you can't come back? Is it a show where it's an actual transportation to a different world? Um, do we count games like uh, shows like Dot Hack Sign, where the main character couldn't go home, but everyone else could? Do we count that as an isekai? Did he get isekai? Do you have to die for it to be an isekai? Um, it raised a lot of interesting questions on what makes isekai isekai. Now, I'm going to give you a chance to, to say what you think. But uh, for me, isekai has to mean that you are transported to another world. Now, that transportation must, must be either A, permanent, or B, you lack the ability to come back. Or C, the world itself is magical. I mean, before the... we say anything, let's see what is the meaning of isekai really, according okay. to you the web. Look it up, I you guess. Want me to do it? Uh, you can look it up. You looking it up, or I'm looking it up? Okay, give me yeah. a second here. Isekai. Yeah. According to the okay. web. The isekai, according to the web. For some reason, this is coming from the New York City Public Library. Wow. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> um, isekai, what is isekai? Isekai is a subgenre of fantasy in which a character is suddenly transported from their world into a new or unfamiliar one. Okay? There you go. Now, 
that's that's what it says. So I would have to put more stipulations on it because then anything could be an isekai. That means that any any sci-fi story where you visit a different planet is an isekai. Um, and I don't think that's really the case. Uh, this now we're getting to my personal opinion territory here. Um, that's why I put the stipulation on it has to be magical and it has to be permanent. Um, what was my other pretext that I put in there? Um, but I said you had to die. I think that's what I said. Oh no! Um, I mean, what you I, die... I can't remember what the hell I said now. Die. I said you have to. You have to be. You don't have to die for it to be Nisekai. But you can't come back. The world has to be magical if you can. Um, I think, yeah, I think I did say you had to die. Like, the transportation has to be permanent. Um, anyways, moving on. Because I don't think that you can just say, oh, it's an East guy because they went to a different world. That means the first person who steps foot on Mars... Actually, no. Neil Armstrong got Isekai'd. <laughs> I mean, for for he that to, to, to become weird, it's a different, it's a different need, new and unfamiliar world. <laughs> you need to define world, then. Okay, so we're gonna say you have to define a world. That means okay, the moon may be out, but that means that the first person to step play step foot on Mars will have been isekai. I don't yeah. think that's what it's supposed to mean. <laughs> You can't say Mars is in another world. It's a whole different planet with a whole different like ecosystem and everything. That's, oh, I don't think they have much of an ecosystem. It's a, that it's is an unfamiliar planet. place. It is the same right. world. It's not the same world. The world we know is Earth. Mars is a different world. It is a different planet. It is a different environment. Everything about it is, is fundamentally different to Earth as it can be. That would make it a different world. So... If the first person, if we are sent somebody to Mars and they step foot on it with the current definition, they will have been isekai So you are saying that if I go to uh, your place right now, am I being isekai Because it is unfamiliar no, places. <laughs> it's unfamiliar place. I mean, unfamiliar no, language. You haven't been transported from your world, though. <laughs> you haven't been transported from your world. That's that's the important word in this definition. Yeah. But I, we're getting too far into the weeds on this part. So <laughs> I don't agree with this definition because of the fact that it's very, it's lacking nuance. Okay. Now, to the core of this discussion, we're going to be here forever talking about what is and is not considered <laughs> new worlds and all that stuff. That's not what we're supposed to be talking about. Um, so the shows that this person brought up as reference points for what may or may not be an isekai, we have Dot Hack Sign. Um, we have uh, what other shows did you mention? Oh, Digimon, Digimon was one that was kind of tricky, so we're gonna bring that up and talk about that too. Um, I think those were the main ones that he used, and then there's one that I have to completely vehemently disagree with him on when we get to it. So, is Dot Hack Sign an Isekai? I would say. I would have to say maybe or yes, because I would consider SAO the first half of the show in Isekai because they're trapped in a new world that they cannot leave and is permanent for them. So I would say, yes, they've been Isekai. Now, when I say Digimon is an Isekai, here's where things get tricky. Season one, absolutely. So the original Digidestined, absolutely. They can't come home. They were transported against their will to a whole into an entirely different world. That is absolutely an isekai. Season two, 
where, well, sorry, the second set of digitization where you had the eggs, that's a maybe. Because sometimes they're in that world and they can't come back. And then sometimes they're here in this world. So that one's I'm on the fence about. It might have been an isekai to start with, may not have ended in isekai. The later shows where they can go back and forth, not isekais. No. Because you're not stuck there and you're just like, I'm going over here for the day. Now I'm going home. That's not isekai. For my opinion. Again, my opinion. Um, Amas, what do you think before I move on to the last one? All right. So this is my own criteria for an isekai. It doesn't have to be permanent. Uh, it has to be like another world, not just like playing games. Um, it doesn't matter if you alive or you you die in your real world. It it, it can be counted as an isekai as well for me. So uh, for Digimon, it's an isekai because um, you or uh, the character, their whole body was transported into the digital world. Uh, so no real body were, were left in the real world, unlike uh, Sword Art Online or Log Horizon or any other like gaming like like Bofuri. I don't consider that that kind of um, gaming less genre as an Bofuri is different. Bofuri yeah, is I, different because Bofuri is just log in, log out. So, SAO specifically and dot hack sign are they're trapped there. So, yes, they are trapped, just, but they are playing games mostly, and their real body is still in the real world. Just their consciousness, I guess, is trapped in there. So, I don't consider that as an isekai. They are still in the uh, game, I guess. It's kind of like you are playing like Minecraft or something and your, your character is just stuck in there, you know, but you are still there uh, in the real world, maybe sleeping or something. Your consciousness is just uh, trapped in, in the Minecraft. Yeah, but that's you know? not the same thing. No, but you no, no situation where like someone has been like, oh, my, my, my mind is stuck in Minecraft and if my mind dies and I die, yeah. like that's that's not the situation. That's both of these like, oh, I'm playing a game. Oh, my character died. Okay, well, I guess I have to not respawn. That's different. There's no stakes. I think the fact that you're an isekai means that you can die. You can actually die in this world. I mean, so, so it was this set is up your reality. For, for, for this player to die in the game because it was hacked, right? The, the machine, the, the virtual reality headset was hacked. Um, but still, yeah, um, but I don't consider that. The fact that this is their reality now. Yeah, reality, but I don't think that playing games considered as in isekai. Um, this is just me, though. Um, but th there's an exception to that. Um, Overlord, I guess. Because we never know what happened to the real body in that, uh, for, for that uh, main character. All we know is that he was trapped in that game for some reason, and that is his reality, like you said. That's an exception for, for my um, definition of isekai. I mean, you can go back and forth like um, Kyo Karamao, the, the old show. Or like, um, uh, what do you call that again? What is the, with the spirit gun? What is the show again? Paul? Oh, the Yu Hakusho. Yeah, Yu Yu Hakusho is an isekai as well. It was transported Yu Yu into like, is another world. Yu Hakusho is not an isekai, sir. 
No, Yu Yu Hakusho is not an isekai. How dare you, sir? He is in the spirit realm, right? Right? No, no, he's not. Okay, here's the thing. In Yu Yu Hakusho, the spirit world is not separate from uh like let me make sure I'm saying this shit right before I fuck shit up. Um the spirit world, nothing they do takes place in the spirit world other than when he dies. The rest of the show takes place on Earth, except for season four, which takes well, except for parts of season. No, 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 only season four, which takes place in the demon realm. Everything else takes place in some remote ass place where the demons have been crossed over into our world. That's why Yusuke has to get the case because he is supposed to prevent them from doing shit in our realm. He is not the police of the demon realm, nor is he the police of the spirit realm. He is only the spirit detective of Earth. So everything that goes down happens on Earth until he gets sent to the demon realm to look for the previous spirit detective. Yeah. But I consider that as an isekai. That's not an isekai. That's not an isekai. The whole show takes place on Earth minus one episode. Or sorry, minus one season. Not an Easter bro. Now you turn this now. We'll move past this because your viewpoint, obviously, your the majority of the show, three quarters of it, do not take place in any place other than Earth. Okay? His home planet, his home world, however you want to put it. But you're saying shows like SAO and um, Dot Hack Sign are not isekais because of the fact that their bodies are here and not there. Even yeah. though they have a separate body there, if you know it's digital, it's still a body, that is their reality. So if something happens to them there, if they die, they die. There's no respawn, none of that. You die, you die. So this is your reality. This is now your world. So you've been transported to another world. But you want to say that the hacker show is an isekai, but those are not. Absolutely not, sir. They are clearly <laughs> like playing games, man. Unlike you, you have to show himself playing like a game. Was transported into another realm or something like that. Same goes for like Inuyasha. He went to another realm. Okay, Inuyasha was another one that was brought up. Inuyasha yeah. is not an isekai. We're going to get into that when we talk about the other one that's that's on my mind. It is um, an isekai. <laughs> it is not an isekai and I'll explain why. I'll All explain right. why. Okay. So, the other show that, the, that was in a follow-up TikTok that he referenced was Dr. Stone. He said, Dr. Stone, in his opinion, is an isekai. I say he's wrong. The reason being, he says that it is, he considers it an, he considers it an isekai because of the fact that the world as he knows it, the world that exists now in the show, is so far removed and so different from the world that he left behind that it is like a whole new world. But that is not what an isekai is. Isekai is not, oh, this world, is, my world has changed. I don't recognize it anymore. So now it's a whole new world. That's not, that's not the way it goes. That's like, <laughs> my, okay, my, my, my wife's grandfather 
and my great great grandfather, um, they were they were from the point of before cars. Like no, her great her great grandfather went from military on horseback to tanks and artillery. My grandfather, uh, did he was seventy years old? Grand my grandfather was born in the nineteen nineteen thirties nineteen forties. So very very far back, we went from no TV to internet, space, sh space shuttles, all that stuff. My great-grandfather went from slave, like slave days, to uh, great-grandpa died before the space shuttle launch. So he, he died back in the, the 80s and 70s, I believe. Um, so that being said, they often said, I don't recognize this world anymore because the advancements we made in technology were so fast and so drastic between the time of the 1930s to the 2000s, that a person born at that time could easily, before that, could easily not recognize the world that we have today. It doesn't make it a different world. It's just a different time. Yeah. If I got transported a thousand years into the future, this would still be Earth. This would still be my world. It would just be completely different. This is why you saying Inuyasha and Isekai don't make no damn sense. Inuyasha does not transport him, the, the well does not transport him to a different world. It transports him to the past. Specifically, I believe it was the Edo period. I could be completely fucking wrong about this. It's been 20 years since I've watched that show. Specifically to a, a point in time when demons still existed on Earth. It's not a change in world. It's a change in time. Is it really? Is it really? It is, is. It, is the well really like a time machine? It is a time machine. Okay, hold on. Inuyasha, uh, Kikyo time period. Okay, so Kikyo was a prime person who lived 50 years before. Yeah, I know that. I need to know what year she was supposed to be in. There you go. Uh, the Sengoku period of Japan. Okay? Yeah. So it's the Sengoku period of Japan. I'm going to take that. I'm going to put that in Google. And Google what you tell me. The Sengoku period is a period in Japanese history in which civil wars and social upheavals took place almost continuously in the 15th and 16th century. The start date by our calendar is 1467 to 1615. Literally, the well is a time machine. All right. All right. That's fair. That's fair. The well is a That's time what machine. I said. Okay. All right. Not an isekai, not a Dr. Stone. Yeah. Not Hexide and SAL are isekais. Yu Yu Hakusho is most definitely fucking not. But I do gotta say, that was that was made for a very interesting conversation. What do you what do you think? Yeah, I mean, if you guys out there have a different take on this um, weird-ass question, you can hit us up on the interweb. Where can people find us on the interweb, Shannon? Oh, as always, Facebook, Instagram, and threads at Chitake Podcast, or hit us up with an email at chitakepodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, let, let the rabbit hole go deeper and deeper and get lost. Let the together. war start. Yeah. <laughs> let the war start. <laughs> Pandora Box has been opened in. All right, let's go. <laughs> it's too late now. It's too late now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So let's get to the main topic of today. It is the season of love, the month of love and Black History Month. 
It oh is. So we're watching an anime on love. We are watching the ancient Magus Bride. The synopsis for this show, as always, comes from MyMillist.net, and it goes like this. Chisei Hatori, a 15-year-old Japanese girl, was sold for £5 million at an auction to a tall masked gentleman. Abandoned at a young age and ridiculed by her peers for her unconventional behavior, she was ready to give herself to any buyer if it meant having a place to go home to. In change and on her way to an unknown fate, she hears whispers from road men along her path, gossiping and complaining that such a buyer got his hands on such a rare slave eggy. Ignoring the murmurs, the mysterious man leads the girl to a study, where he reveals himself to be Elias Ainsworth, a magus. After a brief confrontation and a bit of teleportation magic, the two open their eyes to Elias' picturesque cottage in rural England. Greeted by fairies and surrounded by weird and wonderful beings upon her arrival, these events mark the beginning of Chisei's story as the apprentice and supposed bride of the ancient Magus. That is a synopsis to the ancient Magus Bride from MyMillist.net. Let's hit scores and slogans, but lots what you got. Right, I will give it like five and a half, maybe six if I am generous. And my slogan for it is... um, when Violet Evergarden meets to your eternity. <laughs> okay, okay, I can kind of mm. see that. Right. Um, I'm right there with you. I scored this. I scored this one a five. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna steal a little bit of yours, and I'm gonna say Beauty and Beauty and the Beast meets to your eternity. Oh, uh, <laughs> always the t- to your eternity part. <laughs> yeah, definitely to your eternity part. Uh, um, now I had such high hopes for this show. Hmm, Everyone all right. that I've heard talk about it raves about the show. Who? Who? Let me know. <laughs> it's all random, folks. They're all randoms. None of these are mutuals. So uh, I got nobody to yell at. This show was such a letdown. It was yeah. such a letdown. From the pacing like the, and the story. <sighs> The pacing, the unpoint, the character development, the two long stories, the, uh, the the non-existent but then existent, but then non-existent character development, um, yes. the psychoses of Elias, um, and the inability to teach this bitch magic and or protect her from getting kidnapped for the nine hundred ninety-nine fucking time. Yeah, she gets kidnapped at least five or six times in the show, and right in front of him too. Right, it's not even like he's not there. He's right in front of her. Yeah, he's right and, there, and still, oh, oh, someone just stole him, and he don't do nothing. And she has a dog, <laughs> a gut dog. Though. No, this, this it, it happened after the dog. It happened before the dog. Like, <laughs> he got, she got kidnapped by his best friend, by his like rival. Mm. Uh, fuck, I'm losing count of how many people have kidnapped this bitch. Uh, Ashenize, I believe, kidnapped her once. Um, obviously, the main villain kidnapped her once. The, the <sighs> king and queen, here. the queen fairy, probably. Yep, the queen fairy kidnapped her ass once. Yeah. Uh, mind you, at every time someone kidnapped his ass right in front of him, he's just like, she say no. Don't don't attack. Don't do nothing. <laughs> just go. She say. Bro. Do something. You're supposed to be the most powerful magus in the world. You ain't done a goddamn thing. And then she said, 
she says that her character development annoys me. Yes. Because I understand the whole broken mentality. Like, I understand mm-hmm. she's broken. She's a broken person. She had, And the, the story and her character arc is supposed to be her re-repairing and making something more of herself. having Finding worth in herself again. Yeah. That's not what I see. Because by the end of the 24 episodes they gave this bitch to restore who she is, she still is willing to kill herself. <laughs> Jeez. Basically no reason. Suicidal. Um, do we need to give the audience the trigger warning? Or um, I, I'm not gonna. I wouldn't say trigger warning because it's not. There are no actual like attempts to take her own life. She um, just has a reckless disregard for her own life. How about animal she abuse? Um, mm. slight trigger warning for animal abuse. There's not. <laughs> the, you don't see it. It's just referenced. Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's it. I think so. Yeah. Uh, um, and kidnapping. I think Kid- that, yeah, I think that's it. The kids. Yeah, the, the kidnapping. kidnapping. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't. She doesn't value her own life by the end of the freaking show. She's yes. still perfectly willing to let herself get shanked through the chest, which I'm tired of seeing this bitch get hurt and like she doesn't die. Or have like serious consequences. Like she just gets up, like, oh, I'm fine. It's okay. Like, mm-hmm. the fuck, ma'am. The fuck, ma'am. Yeah. Um, but she's just she's perfectly willing to get ganked for no reason. Like to 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 as long as she protects someone else or does something to fix someone else's problem, she's more than willing to get stabbed. I mean, that's okay and all, but I I don't know how to think of her. She's just broken. <laughs> Beyond fiction yeah. at this point, I guess. Um, no matter what else, like everyone said about her, she wouldn't change. I guess, you know, she wouldn't change for the better, in my opinion. And do you feel like the romantic aspect of this show really shine? In you? Yes and no, because like there's points in time where they're being really romantic, and then there's points in time where it's not romantic at all. Yeah, like, right. She's like being like a mother to him, and how she's trying to educate him. Yeah. Yes. I mean, Elias is just like pushy all over again, somehow. <laughs> and at time, yeah. like he taught so much thing uh, to her. That he is kind of like a father figure to her. Uh, I wouldn't say that. I put him more like big brother because he's not teaching her like to take care of herself. He's teaching her like he's just restoring like her ability to care about herself and then teaching her magic occasionally. She's teaching him how to be a human, like how to actually have emotions. I mean, he always give her advice and warnings and stuff whenever he can, I guess. And he and she ignores them all. Yes. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Um. Other than that, um, the animation is quite um nice in my opinion. The colors and everything. That is the only good thing I about the show, that. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> That is the only good thing about the show, in my opinion. I mean, if you want to like say romance, 
the only uh, time or the only scene that I really appreciate the romance is to when the vampire girl and the old guy with the rose garden, the, the whole arc. I think yeah. that is far yeah, more bodyguard. romantic. The, yeah. the alchemist and the bodyguard. Yeah. Yeah, they have more. They have more of a romantic arc than Chisei and fucking Elias do, and yeah. they're supposed to be the main characters, man. That only took like what? Uh, one episode for us to feel like some 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 kind of a way <laughs> towards the, the them, <laughs> and they they managed to like. Uh, I took more than one the, episode, but yeah, it didn't take much. Yeah, I want to see that throughout the show, but no, no. And the most annoying parts in this show is when they have like this comedy bit to break up or to loosen the the tension. Quite a bit in the show. Every yeah, when they time. change the, when they change the art style. Yeah, I I don't think the whole thing fit. The whole thing, yeah, I don't think it it is fitting in here. We don't need all all, all those um comedy bits because it 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 is not funny at all in my opinion. <laughs> it's just annoying most of the time. Yeah. I mean, despite everything, um, you said that yeah, plenty I, I of people, 100%. plenty of people recommend this show to you. So, what are their takes on this one when they are recommending it to you? Like everyone just like the people I've talked to just really enjoy the show as a whole. Like really? they didn't, they weren't trying to tell us like the rating, however, like they just enjoyed the show. Ah. <laughs> me i'm just like nah i don't like the show it just didn't hit yes it just didn't hit and man this is a slow burn slow burn man the pacing is, is. Uh, slow damn and they, they are going like back and forth like in circle while doing nothing nothing progresses while they are doing something you know <laughs> they are doing something but nothing progresses ah no. man why why and this show too has like another season like another 24 episode thingy and like a oh three episode OVA I, I think they have concluded the whole show right, right at the end I don't think like they have like an um an open ending Towards the end? No, right? No, it was open ending. Yeah, we don't know. Like, nothing was really resolved. The big bad villain is just chilling in the house sleeping. Um, she <laughs> says going off somewhere, and Elias is still up in the priest. Nothing was resolved. Yeah. yeah. So, um, despite everything, um, do you have any memorable scene in there? Um, seeing Elias actually like give a damn for once was actually cool when he would like. When he did the monster shift, the first time they were fighting, uh, Catarphilus? Uh, yeah, that dude. Uh, Catarphilus. Yeah, yeah. There we go. That's how you say it. Yeah. Fighting, huh? I I don't consider that as fighting. <laughs> they didn't actually fight. He didn't throw. They didn't throw a single <laughs> punch. Um, the most destruction that Elias did is when um. She said, um, left him <laughs> or dump him or something. <laughs> that is the most distraction that Elias did. 
um, throughout the show, I guess. Hmm. And also the the whole like being jealous and everything part. Um. Yeah, well, he was willing to mark a little girl because he didn't like that she say like had friendship feelings with her. Yeah. Ah. <laughs> ah! Uh, uh, I just hate the show, man. I just hate the show. It's uh-huh. it, it did not end up being a good show. Yeah, it is frustrating most of the time. For me, I have already said mine. Remember scene when the whole thing with the vampire girl and the uh, old guy with the rose garden. I love the whole arc of it. Um, other than that, maybe oh, succubus. Is that a succubus? Because yeah, um, she's a succubus. She drank blood or something like that. I thought she was a vampire. Right. Succubus. So succubus feed on life energy. Yes. Um, how you go about how, how you find life energy is kind of fluid. So mm-hmm. that's like even though even though she was uh, she wasn't actively drinking from him, he was still dying because she was near because she's constantly draining his life energy by being near him. Oh, Vampires, they have to consume the blood physically. Mm-hmm. All right. So one other memorable scene for me is when Nevin, the old dragon, dying. I guess. Yeah, that one, that one, that one gave you some feels. Yeah, right. Oh my, the last, the last flight, man, the last flight. <laughs> Whoo! I didn't let that. Yeah, actually, seeing Elias actually go all out was good, but yeah, the show just didn't hit. Like yeah. I was all set for like some good romance. We really should have went with Tomo Chan as a girl. Yeah, probably. Any other romance is far better. <laughs> Any other romance is far better than show. this one. I mean, but now you know, and you can tell the, the other folks that you're wrong. Um, the ancient Megas bride you're is. Wrong. The show sucks. <laughs> yeah, the show's it's trash. <laughs> and um, what do you think about the whole like? I don't know if it's uh, necessary or not. The whole violent twisted thingy that they shown in the show the violent twisted thing what do you mean? yeah like like um killing the cats um kidnapping a kid it's, or something like that yeah it's 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 a little weird right now the whole chimera arc i guess that yeah it's they, they go they take the show in a weird way like they i don't understand the need for the for the like the brutality that they try to get put into it yes but also try like the romantic element and it just i, I don't know if they're doing too much or if they're just not doing any individual one good enough yeah yeah i, I don't know what is the charming point or of this show really what what are they trying to show us here is it the romance? Is it the the fantasy story? Is it the magical thingy? Uh, is it just the the brutality of it? I don't know. It's all like mixed together and in a really bad way. All right. Um, characters. Any favorite characters in here? Mm. Kind of like Ruth. Definitely like uh, what's yeah. his name. The old dragon. Yes, Nevin. Nevin, yes. I like them. They're good. They're, I like those characters. Ruth, huh? 
rule for me is just I, 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 he's coming out of nowhere you know it's, it's kind of like um all right let, let's go on a date or something and then uh, let, let's get you a dog and you got a dog <laughs> kind of like that i, I feel kind of like that <laughs> to the roof you know <laughs> he um uh, already like his master already died and he's like a like a lone ranger now got nowhere to go and then come she say and let's let's be together <laughs> kind of like that you know let's be my dog <laughs> that is well, i don't know like, yeah, fine, you know. yeah yeah, yeah. I, i will do whatever you say but you're not i will protect you all the time no not really you betrayed her <laughs> Oh, right. um, for me, my favorite character is Silky. Silky, Silky, oh, Silky. The girl in the house, the landlady or the maid, I guess. Oh, that's the silver lady, not Silky. Yes, yeah, Silky. No, no, silver lady. Oh, the silver one. I thought it, uh, her name is Silky. No, no, her name is Silver Lady. There is a character named Silky. Oh no, I'm tripping. You're right. It is Silky. Yeah. I mean, only Elias call her a uh, silver lady, but her name is Silky. Oh, okay. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Yeah, I got real confused for a second. I was like, "Who the fuck is Silky?" And then the person call her Silver Lady again. I'm like, "Okay, Silver Lady." I, I I'm like sorry. I hate the made up names in this show. <laughs> I hate I mean, like like the slave baby thing. It took me uh, the slay baggy. It took me forever to realize what the fuck they were saying. Slay bega, but what? yeah, whatever. Slay baggy. They right. they, the they spell like, it baggy, but they call it bega for something. I don't know why. Right. The the they're not things that are easy to say, and they use a number of them, and it's just like y'all just making it hard for people to understand what the hell you trying to say right now. Yeah. Like I couldn't care because of the fact that I can't understand what the hell you're saying. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Yeah. I'm silky. Even though like she's mute and everything, but I think she's adorable. <laughs> she's the most neutral character in throughout the show. I I love that character. Even though like they have gone for like two seasons. Um. From summer to winter, right? When she say and no, Elias, it's been a whole year. The whole year. I thought it was from it was the whole year. Summer through winter. No, they were the, by the end of the first season. It's been a full year. Um, uh, Chise actually says it when she's talking to Elias in the veil. Oh really? Mm-hmm. Oh, and yeah, Silky just stay there waiting for them to get home and everything. Uh, I love Silky so much. <laughs> A girl with, oh, are with you no ta- are you specifically talking it. about how she was just waiting for them when they're in the Fey realm? Yes. Okay. No. Yeah. When they're in the Fey realm, it was um it from was, summer uh, to winter, months. right? Yeah. Because winter, because fall, or sorry, summer. Yeah, summer had just started. Like they were just going into summer, and then when they came out, it was already like middle of winter. Yes. Yes. Take a very very loyal um fairy. Non-human? I don't know. Uh, I think she's just a spirit. Yes, she's definitely a, a fae, but I don't know what kind of fae. 
Yep. Uh, all right. Least favorite one. Least favorite character, man. Uh, Elias. <laughs> Straight up. Elias. Why? Straight up. <laughs> Because he's incapable of doing anything. Yes. She, I, hate, um, he, I hate nothing more than a main character who cannot main character. He's a child trying to learn new stuff. He is Fushi from Right, Fuyotenity. I can understand that for the emotional part. From the emotional aspect, I can understand that. That's not where my issue lies. Yeah. It's in his actual, like, when he showed, when he has anger, when he wants to be defensive, he can't do it. He doesn't know what anger means. He sucks at being a main character. He does he know like, what anger means. He's trying to learn what are those emotions mean, like um, angry, jealousy, right. I, love. Right, I dig that. But yeah. when you're when you're when the person you love is being murked and you're not doing anything, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right in front of him too. When um the uh, fairy king um. Punish her or something like that because uh, she made the ointment or something and she like pretty much murdered right in front of her at that time something <laughs> i don't know i don't know what, what what's going on there but yeah that is what happened i guess uh, uh for me the dude that i really hate is jesus dad that is who left the whole family just abandoned them oh. took the brother and left the whole family man man and left left Jesus mom do all the stuff and Jesus mom also a slave beggar or something like that oh my and she she cannot handle it she cannot handle it man she she tried to um I guess murder <laughs> she stay <laughs> choke, choke her to death. Yeah, she tried. She tried to break Chise. Ah, oh, damn man. I guess I should have been a warning for infanticide, but yeah, trigger warning. I see. <laughs> There's the whole weird thing in here. Just sudden brutality and sudden violence and sudden uh, twisted stuff in here. There, there you go. Now, now you know. Knowing is half the battle. Yeah. Other than that, the 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 other dude that kills the cat, because he tried to save um his uh, wife, I guess. Too. Yeah. Oh, the whole thing so is hard. Works. Hard to watch, man. Hard to watch. And then his wife just explode right in front of him, though. <laughs> oh my God. Ah, damn, damn, son. All right. I guess let's conclude the show. Um, there's not really much like good thing to say about the show other than the the animation is pretty good. Um, the character development not quite there. The story is all over the place. Uh, the Roman aspect doesn't hit as much. The plot of the story very slow, I guess. I don't know if it progresses or not. But at the end, Chise still remains Chise. Um, I guess that's it. Um, any last word about the show, man? 
Uh, no, do better. <laughs> There's a second season. Maybe they do better no. in that one. No, I'm not sitting through another 24. <laughs> maybe all of the people that um liking the show maybe start to like the show after the first season. Maybe, right? Eh? Who knows? Yeah, no, well, I ain't gonna be one of them. <laughs> so no no second season not not gonna watch it no recommendation mm, no i'm good all right all right so yeah i will not recommend this show to other people as well because despite everything the pacing is too slow for, for my piece um but yeah now i know All right, I guess that's it. That is the end of our review of The Ancient Magus Bride, season one, I guess. Um, if you like what you heard here, please give us a like, give us a comment, and give us a rating on whatever platform that you listen to this podcast on. So for our Fungi fam, next week, we are going to watch the second season of The Misfit of Demon King Academy. This one is being... Long overdue because of the um, episode delay and everything, but now it is complete. We can review it. I hope it is as good as season one. Let's hope that this one doesn't suffer from the uh, suffer Muslim or something like that. All right, oh. okay. <laughs> We can only hope, but fingers crossed. Um, if you have any any comment or suggestion regarding our show or any of our future show, you can always hit us up on Interweb. Where can people find us on Interweb, Shannon? As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Threads at Shitake Podcast, or hit us up with an email at shitakepodcast at gmail.com. All right. With that being said, let's end the podcast like usual. So, if you are surrounded by fairies and all other weird beings, just know that they are all your neighbors, and they will protect you. If you ask nicely of them, with a little bit of compensation, I guess. But anyways, um, just <laughs> just be safe out there and please, please don't die. You know, when dealing with the fae and mages and alchemists and slave beggars, there is absolutely no time for opening. Man, the succubus, damn. Attractive, and also the fairy yeah, queen. Yeah, but she was in love with the old man. The fairy queen. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Um, I guess that's it. Uh, let's say it with me now, Sharon. Shitake. Shitake.